Guys, we are back. Another Hoffcast for December 5th, 2018, and I am pissed. I just did 10 minutes of a gold podcast and realized I forgot to hit record. And so now, take two. Oh, damn it. I was on a roll, too, and I got I still have this head cold, this chest congestion. And here I am pouring it out for you guys, and I forgot to hit record. Everybody always says that with their podcast. Oh, I forgot I lost that recording, and and it's like, that's never happened to me. And now here I am, 45 seconds in for the second time, and it's already worse. I can already tell it's worse. I'm still sick. I'm getting better, but now I can't even... Oh, man. Doggone it, you guys. This is off on the wrong foot. I was feeling really good about it. So we'll just do it again. We'll try and recreate the magic. But I don't write this stuff down. So now now who the hell knows? And I don't have any... Oh, damn it, you guys. You're getting... Just know that I was spinning gold. For... It, it's possible that I can recapture this magic. But right now, I am bummed. And instead of instead of going outside to regroup yelling a few curse words into my pillow and coming back and reworking it, I'm just going to go ahead and forage on because it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's 50 degrees outside. Baby, it's cold outside. That's the big, that's the big thing right now. That song is taking a lot of heat. Baby, it's cold outside. And some radio stations aren't playing it. Because it's a lot rapey. It's not even a little bit rapey. It's very, very rapey. And some of you guys might not understand. Check it out. Go look at the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside. Actually, do this. Google Baby It's Cold Outside, Neptune's Daughter. It is the creepiest. That's that's the original movie that that song is from. And it is the creepiest three minutes in all of cinematic history. It is a guy, She, this girl's trying to leave. She's trying to leave his apartment. And he's like, no, 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 you might catch cold. And uh, some might say, well, he's just looking out for her interest. That's all that is. It's just a gentleman. <laughs> it's not a gentleman. You watch this thing, he's pushing her down. And she's trying to leave. He's pulling her down and pushing her into the couch. She's putting on her jacket. He's taking it right back off. She's putting on her hat. He's taking it off. She tries to go for the door. He grabs her by the arm and pulls her in. Oh, she tries to get to the door and he says, no, look outside. It is so bad. And then he like instantly shuts the curtains like she doesn't. Even have, she goes to like turn to look and then he shuts the curtains so that nobody he's like, oh, but people can see in. We'll nip that in the butt. We'll hold that off. It is by far the creepiest thing. You watch that. And, and some of you are like, well, we got to stick to the classics. That song's a classic. It was 1949. It was a different time. I agree. It's a different time. We can update that song. We got the we got the separate tracks, I'm sure, somewhere, or somebody can recreate that that hot beat in the background, and we can just 
update the lyrics a little bit, make it a little nicer. You know, it doesn't have to be so bad. It could just be like, maybe maybe he instead of saying you need to stay here, maybe he says I can help you get home safely. Maybe it's like it's cold outside. I called you a lift. Maybe it's cold outside. I'll wait for George Drift. Maybe it's cold. George Drift. Listen to me. There's nobody named George Drift, especially not driving for Uber or Lyft. <laughs> there probably is. Maybe George is listening going, finally, finally I catch my due. George Drift, driving Lyft. That's my catchphrase. It's on my business card. <laughs> George Drift, driving Lyft. Feels like a t-shirt. We can just update the lyrics to that song and get somebody updated to sing it. It doesn't ha- we don't have to get rid of that, but maybe we can update it so it's it doesn't make the women in our country feel uncomfortable around the holidays. Maybe we could do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think they're right to not play that. And some people are like, well, then listen to all the other songs they're playing. Yeah, yeah, I also agree. Some songs are not appropriate to play on the radio, or just don't listen to that radio station. How about that? How about if if uh, gangster rap offends you, you don't listen to that radio station? Heaven knows they're just bleeping out all the words anyway. So what's the big deal? And so if I'm talking about this right now, you know December 1st is come and gone. It is now officially okay to start listening to Christmas music. Uh, I, I always try and hold to December 1st. And my wife's like, well, it's my birthday on November 17th. Shouldn't I get to listen to that? And I say, on your birthday, you can. And then she pushes it. She continues to play it in the van when we're driving. And I'm always turning it off. She's turning it right back on. It's too much. If you listen to it for over a month, it's too much. But now I give you permission. Start on it. Start those holiday movies. You don't have to do the tbs 25 movies for 25 days of christmas like don't let them pick them for you pick them yourself okay a lot of great christmas movies out there and now i think it's time for hoff recommends hit it don't think twice take his advice this is hoff recommends yes this is a very special holiday edition of hoff recommends so these are the top 10 Christmas movies in my opinion. Some of you might have a different opinion, but this is my podcast. This is my opinion. So you got beef with me about my list? You take it up with me, Facebook, text, email, whatever you got to get a hold of me. You say, I forgot something. And if you make a valid point, I will make an addendum on next week's podcast. If you can support your argument and make me have a change of heart, then I I will go back and admit fault. But right now, this is where I stand. These are my top holiday movies. Number 10, hot out the gate, controversy, Die Hard. It's always the first Christmas movie that I allow us to watch. And that's because you just get a taste. You just get a flavor, just a little something. And I know that Bruce Willis said in his roast that it's not a Christmas movie, but he didn't write any of that, okay? If you ever watch those Comedy Central roasts and you think, man, that celebrity had some great jokes, guess what? Spoiler alert, he didn't write it. He hired writers and they wrote that. And sometimes writers have terrible opinions and they're wrong about that. Die Hard is absolutely an introductory level Christmas movie. All right, so that's number 10. 
We always watch that. There's the first thing we watch. Now, I should preface this by saying in July, when I'm starting to really miss Christmas, like I'll have a feeling come up and I'll be like, ooh, don't you want to be a kid again, warm by the fire with your parents worrying about everything and you don't have to worry about squat? That's Christmas time when you're growing up. I watch Home Alone 2 just to stave off the the shakes. Just when in the middle of July when I'm starting to get antsy, I watch Home Alone 2. It's not Christmassy enough that it ruins your apex, but it's just a little something to give to you. So, okay, I'll throw that one out there. Number 10, Die Hard. Number 9, probably not going to make a lot of people's lists, but ever since Sarah and I have been married, this has been a movie we watch. It gives me some level of comfort, and it has holiday feelings all over it. John Cusack, can't remember the girl from, uh, what, what, uh, God, what's her name? Hold on. Hold on. She's British. What's her name? I'm getting it. Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Serendipity. That's a fun movie. Uh, if you just want to have a feel-good, like, romantic time, watch Serendipity. That feels like Christmas. That's my number nine, okay? Come at me. First two, right out of the gate. I know you guys are going to have some beef with those. And I'll listen to your beef. I'll take some beef. Whatever you got. Beef and cheese coming at me. Bring it. Uh, Oh, geez. My list is not getting any better in terms of you guys agreeing with me. But this that's part of the reason for the list is to maybe broaden your horizons. Because maybe I've got something different going on over here that you guys don't even know about. Number eight. Whoo. Grumpy old men. You're saying, What? What the hell is that movie? I kind of remember seeing that movie on the shelf at Blockbuster or your local VHS store. I kind of remember. It's Isn't that an old person's movie? No. No, it's not. It's a young person's movie with old people in it. It's fantastic. And it's holiday. It, it starts out at Thanksgiving time and then goes right into the Christmas holidays. This is one of those movies that uh, just chokes me up every time I watch it. And maybe it hit me at the right time. I think it was like 12, 13 when it came out. And it made me laugh hysterically. And it makes me cry right now. Grumpy old men. If it's not in your repertoire, give it a chance. Okay? Give it a shot. It really is. Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau, and Burgess Meredith are fantastic. And Daryl Hannah and Kevin Pollack have some uh, side things in there. There, There's some guest stars. And and Margaret. Showing up as the uh, grandma bombshell right there. Watch that movie if you guys haven't. That comes in at number eight. I have to watch that every Christmas. And by the way, while we're talking about it, in July, then you watch Grumpy Your Old Men, the sequel to that, because that's a summer movie. And it's just as good, maybe even a little bit funnier. Uh, Burgess Meredith has some great lines in that movie. So thank me now. Thank me in July. Put those two movies on your list. Add it to your eye calendar. I'm pretty sure you're not going to regret that. Uh, Number seven, starting to get into the classics, okay? This is where Jim Carrey in The Grinch Stole Christmas lands. Now, and I don't even care if you watch the old one, uh, the Dr. Seuss one. The Grinch deserves to be somewhere on this list, and I think those two, I'm cool with either one of those landing at number seven. I'll probably watch them both every year. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, fantastic addition, especially if you got kids, they're going to love that. Um... Number six, ooh, ooh, a new one entered in in here. So I, the Grinch, you guys are like, finally, Hoff, you're talking sense with the Grinch. We'll allow it. And then number six, 
just friends. <laughs> Amy Smart and Ryan Reynolds. This is a drop dead hilarious movie. If you guys haven't seen this, check it out. Get some friends around. Uh, pour yourself a drink and watch this movie. It is hilarious. Deserves to be on your Christmas list. Okay, and at this point, it's thirteen years old. So we're gonna go ahead and say it, it's it's been out long enough to let the newness of it wear off. We still watch it every year, me and my in-laws, and we just laugh our asses off. Uh, Just Friends lands there. Not high enough to be in the top five, and that's saying something because my top five has six movies in it. Uh, There's a tie at number five, you guys. I couldn't couldn't decide which one of these to give the edge to. They're both kind of sappy in their own way, and I love them both. Um, It's a tie at number five. For The Family Man with Nick Cage and Tay Leone and Love Actually. Both these movies are hilariously sappy. Uh, if, you can't, if you don't watch Nicolas Cage in his little man thong singing opera and get a smile on your face, then you're not even human. So uh, <laughs> those two landed in my top five as a tie. It's my way of cramming more movies into this top 10 list. Uh, I will watch each one of those uh, late night. Those are both late night movies. Like most of the family's gone to bed. You're like, what do you want to watch? You know, we'll just, we'll just have the lights out and it'll, we can feel the heater running and we're going to put that on um, and probably fall asleep to it. Both those movies are worth falling asleep to. Uh, number four, back in on the classics, Home Alone 1 reaches this list gotta watch it every year still funny still very quotable uh <laughs> home alone's gotta be on your list somewhere i put it at number four i think it deserves to be in the top five number three coming at you a newer classic but deserves to be up here elf is such a fun movie uh and, and maybe you guys are noticing a theme here i, I like to put comedies on this list as a comedian, get the hell out of here, Nick. You like comedies? Spoiler alert. Love comedies. Elf, number three. Number two, A Christmas Story. Also, funny, funny movie. Maybe the oldest movie I have on my list. Oh, yeah, by far the oldest movie on my list. Christmas Story, do not wait until Christmas to let TNT put it on there for 24 straight hours. Do not wait for that. Watch it on either i think christmas eve eve is the night to watch this movie uh because usually the family's all together at that point and uh you know you can save your favorite movie for christmas eve if you're watching a movie on christmas then i mean i think you've done it wrong christmas is meant for just like sitting around and talking to each other and eating food not just put turning on the television uh unless it's to watch a football game uh that's the only acceptable holiday <laughs> uh television watching uh christmas story comes in at very high at number two love it number one on this list you've probably already guessed it i'm a comedian what did you think it was gonna be christmas vacation of course maybe that's a grandfather of all christmas comedies chevy chase at the very height of his power and we can look away when we see what he's become now um, <laughs> uh, and and enjoy that movie. We got uh, young Julia Louis-Dreyfus in this movie. You got the kid from uh, the kid from Big Bang Theory 
is in it, probably at the height of his uh, <laughs> likability as well. I, I know. Now I'm, now I'm going to take heat from all you people that love the Big Bang Theory. And I got nothing against it, but it's very... It's not It's not my cup of tea. Um, I, I can see the appeal. It's just not my cup of tea. But that kid, you got the girl uh, that was very popular back in the... Oh, man, why can't I name these stars? Um I forget what she, but she's, you know, she freezes her lips off at the beginning and, and gets tortured by a grandma. She's the one at the beginning of old school that blows the cigarette smoke oddly away. Just like, sorry. Uh, I can't remember her name. Anyway, uh, and my wife has that Christmas sweatshirt, the sweater that the, uh, that the mom wears. So my wife always breaks that out every, every year. It's pretty funny that uh, she has that exact same sweater from 1986 or whenever this movie came out. Uh, such a good movie. Such a good, That's our Christmas Eve movie to bundle up around, and I always stay up for that one. I love Christmas Vacation. Uh, most of those vacation movies are great. The only one I didn't like was European Vacation. The other three I can get on board with. Even the much maligned Vegas Vacation has its appeal to me. Uh but Christmas Vacation, I think, is probably the tippy top of that list, and it makes my number one. So hit, get at me, guys. What's what's on your list? What did I miss? I, I throw a couple on there for honorable mention. Scrooged is very funny. Uh, family Stone. My the girls in our family watch that every year, and it's a little too drama for me. Not not necessarily the thing that I love. Um, but I can see it being on my honorable mention for Christmases as a newbie. If you guys are looking for a new movie and you've seen all the ones on my list, uh, for Christmases with Vince Vaughn and um, and uh, what's the girl's name from? Um, oh, what? What am I? Has this illness affected my brain? What's her name? Uh, dang it! I don't even want to look this up. I I feel stupid, Sarah. What's the girl's name from Four Christmases? Reese Witherspoon. Doggone it. How, how did I not come up with Reese Witherspoon? Um, if you haven't watched that one, uh, that one's kind of a fun, newer one. Some of you, my family, my in-laws always watch A Bishop's Wife. To me, that's kind of a boring movie. Trading Places is very funny. Maybe you guys have that. I'll put it on honorable mention. Um Never really got into like the Santa Claus. I don't know. I think I just missed it. I think I was just a little too old for that one when it came out. Didn't quite hit me. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street is in black and white, and that's fine, but I'm not into it. Oh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, that's kind of goes without saying. Like, yeah, if you if you really want sap, then you go for It's a Wonderful Life. I'm never quite into full-on sap, but I'll put it on my honorable mention list. Perfectly understandable if somebody's got it on their holiday uh, must-watch. So there it is. That's that's Hoff Recommends for uh, for this week. And, um, I, I, you know, let me know what you guys think about that. Other things that are happening in my life, I am off the rails. I'm not, I'm not exercising at all. I can't say that I don't blame... Uh, Thanksgiving and this sickness for uh, knocking me off my perch. But I will say for the one week that I did it, I saw drastic improvement. And I will even go as far to say as I think that I could get in like ripped shape. If I hit this hard for a month, I think I could get like all of a sudden I'm proud at the beach. 
Like I think now I might be overstepping my bounds, but I feel like the the difference I saw in that one week in how I was carrying myself, how I was feeling about my my gut <laughs> and and just my body in general, I, I think, and maybe that was the problem. Maybe I saw that improvement. I was like, I got this. Look at me. Looking good enough. And then I shook it off after a week and instantly got sick. <laughs> my body was like, okay, well, then we'll just deteriorate completely. Um, but I, if I hit it, if I get rid of this cough, I'm going to hit it hard. And uh, if, let's see, I, I got to set, maybe next week, I'll set some sort of stipulation that if, that if uh, I reach some, some level of confidence or if I reach some, if enough of you clamor and say, just put your money where your mouth is then and show us what the hell you're doing, uh, maybe I'll post a few videos and pictures of, <laughs> of my workout regimen and, uh, and my progress. That's, oof, no, never mind. I'm taking it back. I take it back. I'm not going to do that. It's not something that should be, you should have to feel guilty or, ah, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Just, uh, if I feel good about myself, then it's stupid to post pictures. I hate those people. Unless it's a drastic weight loss, unless you've like really, really come like full circle with it and they're like, yeah, you used to be 475 pounds and now you're only 280. Like then post pictures by all means. We're all proud of you. Uh, and me getting, you know, outside of me being cast as the new Wolverine, which I'm not saying no to. Okay. Marvel, you, Hugh Jackman's getting a little old. You need me to get in ridiculous shape. I will. I'll rip some people's heads off. I'll be the new Logan. Uh, and I, I and then I'll go all for it and, uh, be perfectly proud to display my ripped abdomen and pectorals and buys and tries and quads and every those are all the muscles that I know. <laughs> but I do fully intend to get back on the wagon at some point uh, with this exercise because I was feeling better. I was feeling better about it. So I want to get back into that. But I got I to gotta shake this cold. I don't know if I'm going to have to end up going to the doctor. You guys, I can feel it. It's in my chest. Mucinex, I think, is what I need, which is really gross. Sorry for that, uh, but you see those commercials, and maybe that's the only way to like thin it out and get it out of my chest because I can feel it down there. I don't want to get back on antibiotics. I've already done that once a year, uh, and then I, I did it in August. So I don't want to start taking uh, antibiotics multiple times a year because I, I was coughing. We were watching Grumpier Old Men, and I was coughing, and I, and I was looking at these old guys on my TV, and I, here I am coughing at age 36, like I'm on my deathbed. And I, I looked over at Sarah. And I was like, you know what? This is, I get this once a year. This is probably going to be the thing that kills me uh, in my old age. And she's like, you can't say things like that to me. <laughs> we're, we're watching this heartfelt tearjerker of a movie that's also hilarious. I don't want to shy you guys away from it. It's not, it's not a crazy tearjerking movie. It's funny. And then it has a little beat of heart there about three-fourths of the way through. <laughs> but I really do think that probably this bronchial infection probably will be what puts me out unless I can train my body to fight it off. That's why I'm trying not to go to the doctor and get antibiotics, but it may end up happening if it, I mean, it's already been over a week and, uh, it doesn't seem to be getting better. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have suggestions on that. This is as much, 
As much teaching as I'm doing for you guys, I expect it to come back to me tenfold. If you guys have uh, tips, and uh, neti pot, has that worked for anybody? I feel like I can't put anything down my nose. That feels like I'm waterboarding myself. Anytime I see somebody just putting that pot up to their nose, I'm like, isn't that, that's drowning. That's the opposite of what we're supposed to do. Why would I, why would I pour water down my nasal cavity that's going right into my lung? That, at least that's the, that's what it seems like it's going to be doing in my head. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but if you have something else, like some like tonic, yeah, if, if, if I could drink alcohol uh, at any given point to relieve myself of the sickness, if you guys got that, I'd be into hearing about that. Maybe you got some sort of special food, vitamin C tablets that work for you. I haven't done, my mother-in-law swears by Zycam. Maybe I need to go out and pick up some of that when I'm out for my meeting today. Uh, Zycam, emergency, I don't know, all that seems like witchcraft to me. I'm, I'm not sure that, but maybe you guys are like, no, there's science behind it. Just go do it. Get better. That will help you. Mucinex, Zycam, emergency, neti pot, all of it together mixed with a little bourbon and eggnog. I'm sure that's the perfect recipe to feel right as rain come December 25th. Isn't that right? Because I'm going to get into cold weather. And, and when you have this kind of thing out in California, you know, your your throat doesn't hurt too bad. But all of a sudden, if you get into cold weather where it's really dry and uh, you're coughing the way I am, it's just your throat's going to be like razor blades. So I don't want to get to that point. Um, so hopefully we can get this nipped in the butt by episode 28, which you'll, I'm, I'm churning these out every Wednesday. So hopefully that's helping you guys. I can see the listenership going up uh, when I churn them out on a regular basis. So I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you, uh, you know, subscribing so that you just catch it every week and I don't have to continue to remind you, although I will. I will continue to remind you because that's how this thing grows and that's how this thing, uh, you know, because new listeners every week, they need to know, yeah, hit that subscribe button. That helps me. Grab somebody's phone next to you. Hit the subscribe button. Maybe they'll listen to it on accident and be like, who's this guy? Oh, is he going to get better? Cliffhanger. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What if what if being sick was all a uh, ruse and I was just doing it to get you guys to listen to next week's episode because you're like, well, I got to find out if he makes it. What if he dies? Yeah, what if I die, you guys? What if I don't what if I don't buck this sickness and then it ends up killing me? Is that what you guys want? Is that is that what you guys need for your holiday? You're like, no, that top eleven list of movies was so horrendous that we're getting rid of Nicholas. Don't think that, you guys. I love you. I love you, and I hope I get to see some of you this uh year. If I don't see you out here in Los Angeles, then I see hopefully some of you um over Christmas, I'll uh, be back in Nebraska and Indiana for a little bit, and then back in Nebraska because I'm doing some shows. I just booked a ton of new shows uh, coming up in early 2019. I've got Oklahoma City. I've got Lincoln at their brand new comedy club there in Nebraska. Uh, I just booked Omaha. That'll be later in uh, June in Kansas City, uh, Louisville, Tacoma, Calgary. These are all... Uh, recent bookings that I'll see in 2019 and I'm still adding to those. So uh, some of you have hit me up. I want you to come to this place. I need you to come back to this place and uh, I want to go everywhere. So uh, hit me up if there's someplace I don't know about and I'll try and get there. Um, Coming up 
This month still, I've got the Chinook Winds Casino in Lincoln City, Oregon. I'll be up there on the 14th and 15th. On the 19th, I'll be in Coos Bay, uh, Oregon. On the 20th, the Looking Glass Brewery uh, there in Winston, Oregon. And the 21st and the 22nd, Chadwick's Pub in Medford, Oregon. So I got two weeks in Oregon. If you're in Oregon, there's no reason to not come see me. Um, so I'll be all over that place. And then on the 29th of this month, I'll be at the Tippy Creek Winery in Leesburg, Indiana. That's near Warsaw over there uh, in between South Bend and Fort Wayne. So if you're in that area, you can see me on the 29th, and I'm still adding shows. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a New Year's Eve show, uh, but if it is, it'll be somewhere in northern Indiana or southern Michigan. So uh, if you want to catch me yet this year, you can. Uh, if you're not in any of those places, you want to get your Nick Hoff fix, get on Spotify or Pandora and add a Nick Hoff channel, my albums up there. So you can stream that for free. Or if you want a signed copy, get on my website, nickhoff.com, and uh, I'll sign one and send it off to you. There's still time. you still got about a week to get those orders in if you uh, want to get them to, as a stocking stuffer for somebody. And I don't have that many of them left. I don't have that many hard copies left. They're almost all gone. So do that sooner than later if you want one of those. And uh, probably won't be getting any more hard copies. Although, eh, maybe I will because I need something to sell on the road. And the DVDs are also running low. So I've got DVDs and CDs for sale. I'll sign whatever you want on there. And if you want me to personalize them to somebody, go ahead and just write that in there. And I can do that. Uh, Get them in time for your Christmas gifts. And I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday year. I will continue to be putting out these podcasts every Wednesday. So uh, the day after Christmas, I think there will be one. And you'll get uh, two more before then as well. So I'll be making some other Hoff recommendation lists for your holiday needs. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. Rate this podcast. Tell people about it. Hit me up on social media. Nick Hoff on Facebook and Twitter. Nick Hoff Comedy on Instagram. I love you guys. I will talk to you next Wednesday. Ho, ho, ho!